going on, folks? It's Headphone Joe, and you're listening to Tears from the Press Box. I am not going to waste time up top because there's a lot to get to. So, Brennan, how are you doing? I'm fantastic. Brennan Tassif coming to you live and in color. What's up, Joe? I am fine. We have so much to talk about. What a weekend in football. Uh, so we're going to talk about the kickoffs here, folks, where we're going to hit on the big three for us, the, some of the bigger sports that are currently going on. We got one quick hit because, again, so much stuff to go in the NFL, and I know you all are waiting for it to hear from us. And then bash with bated breath. We, I may do a rant in the walk-off. Maybe not. It depends if time permits. So without further ado. Ready to return the opening kickoff. Perfect way to kick off. Here we go. Brennan. Yes. Did you see what I saw last night? I did. Game of the week. Game Game of the month. Game of the century. Game of the year. Game of the millennia. Game of game of our lives. Game. Yeah, it was the game of our lives. We're gonna remember this like they remember like the drive and the catch and all that kind of stuff. We're gonna. I was thinking like the moon landing. (laughs) (laughs) we are talking buffalo kansas city folks all i wrote down was what a game what a game give me your thoughts because i know mine uh so this game to be honest what was it uh 37 points scored in like the last two minutes Two minutes and 50 seconds something stupid but uh like six minutes of gameplay because over yeah The game itself, the first couple of quarters were kind of just back and forth. Uh, They were trying to run the ball early. Um, Buffalo was, which I like to see because uh, obviously Motor, Devin Singletary from FAU. He's a product of the South, baby. I love to see that. But a couple of things that I took away from this one, Josh Allen is that guy. He's that bitch. Um, (laughs) We've been saying it now for the last couple of years on the show that after he had his awesome season uh, last year, we thought maybe this isn't sustainable because two years prior, I guess now three seasons ago, he showed flashes of brilliance, but we didn't think he was going to put it all together. His accuracy was the biggest concern coming out of college. And then last year he put it together. Um, looked great. And then this year he was up and down and we we were like, is this going to be the Josh Allen of last year? The Josh Allen of two seasons ago. And I think you put a lot of, a lot of stuff to bed this season, these playoffs, uh, yeah. went toe to toe with Kansas city. Um, the Destroy two things the I, Patriots. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. The two things I want to say, um, I know a lot of people were talking about, you know, Josh Allen needs to get a chance in overtime to get oh, that ball yes, back. We need to and, talk about this. Yeah, I mean, there's like three I know things I we need to talk about in this game. This right, is one. Well, of them. What do you want to talk about first? Do you no, this, this is one of them. Go because you set okay. this up. Yeah. So, uh, listen, you got to make a stop. I understand you're tired. I know you're hurting, but so is everybody else. Damn it! You gotta I hate make when we a stop. agree. You got to make the stop. You got to stop the ball. Yeah. You got to. There's three phases of the game for a reason. We'll talk about another phase later on in the kickoff, but defense is a part of the game. If you have the number one defense and you can't stop a quarterback with 13 seconds, you just let 87 run around in your backfield and then you let yeah. 10 
piece you out on his way zooming past you on the freeway. What are you doing out there? Can we get a game plan? And can we stop the bitching and moaning? Because you know who also had to deal with this? Pat Mahomes four years ago when he didn't get a chance to touch the ball. And yeah. the Chiefs actually, for all the people complaining about it now, back then the Chiefs tried to put something to the rules committee to try to get a rule passed about it. Was it was Andy Reid. Andy Reid was the head of that committee. And it got turned down. So yep. thank the NFL for this. Uh, everybody's anger and ire at this point. But by every no, metric, if you're gonna the Bills play, had a top five defense all they year. Had a Leslie top Frazier's defense a fantastic scoring, top defense in yards allowed, top defense in third down conversions, like everything. I don't think Kansas City saw a third down, honestly, in that <laughs> <laughs> from like the two minute warning on. You got to make a stop, man. You, you got to make a stop. stop the bo- Hold them to a field goal and you get an opportunity. It's not. I was having a conversation with somebody earlier today. It's not like it was 10 years ago where a field goal ends that game. No, a touchdown ends that game. You know how hard it is to get a touchdown? Everybody doesn't get a touchdown. So if you can limit them to a field goal alone, you get an opportunity. The defense has to do their job. Yeah, that that was one of my biggest takeaways. Um, Not only at the end of the game, what you're talking about in regulation, but also in overtime. Like, you got to fucking do it. Yeah, they had two opportunities to stop them, and they could not do it. Uh, What else did you want to talk about? The squib kick versus the the kickoff? Yeah. How how does Pat Mahomes get 13 seconds? And how does he do that in 13 seconds? This was... um, Did you think he was going to pull it off in 13 seconds? Yeah. I had no doubt. You did? Yeah. My gosh. Is that weird? It's that weird, like, that weird thing. Did you like, think just, he was going to pull it off? Ab- or, or did you just want him to pull it off? No, I honestly, I didn't want him to pull it off. I would like the Bills to win the Super Bowl, so I could say at least the Jacks beat the Super Bowl winning Bills. But <laughs> I, it's that weird thing. And we're going to talk about it later in the next segment, but, or not the next segment, but the next game. But same yeah. thing with Tom. I was like, this game's over. Mm. Like, there's no way that he's not Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, uh, Josh Allen starting to creep up there. To be honest with you, after this postseason, it it might be Joe Burrow might be up there. Okay, thank you. Um, Don't do it. You know, Herbert. Don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Got to make a postseason. Yeah, but um, no, but in all seriousness, Breeze was like this. Manning was like this. There are guys where when they get the ball and there's only a few seconds left, but it's 13 like 13 seconds. Like I know, man. And the fact, the thing that bothers me the most about the entire situation is that that defense let the two guys Kyrie you have to and, like yeah, the two open. guys you yeah. number ten and eighty seven. You circle that when you start the game plan for the week. That's who yep. you start the game plan with after 15, of course. But 10 and 87, if anybody's going to beat us, we're going to let Pringle beat us. We're going to let Clyde's Edward Hilaire beat us. And it's similar to the next game. We'll talk about that then, too. But it's like, you can't just let these. These are the guys that you know he wants to go to. You can't have them. If it was Pringle and McCole Hardman getting those two catches to end the, the half, like, all right, he got us. He's that great. He went to his third and fourth option. The one and two option? The one and two option? How are those guys not doubled? Yeah, that's... How are you playing a soft zone and they're finding the creases? 
It was crazy. Um, I can't believe it. Uh, the the I wanted to talk about the kickoff as well. Um, yeah. So it was said that uh, Sean McDermott said that it was a poor execution on the part of the coaching staff. Apparently, they didn't squib it because they thought Tyreek Hill was going to be back there to receive the kickoff. Mm. Tyreek Hill was not back there, nor was he back there for the other. I think he was, three kickoffs prior. Did he do a punt return? I think. Or? He had some type I'm of, not sh- he was in at return at some point. He might. Yeah. Well, that's what, so that's what I was hearing. And that's what, when I looked into it, I saw that he wasn't in there. So including the last kickoff, yeah, he, he was, was on Tyreek Hill return. Yeah. Tyreek Hill wasn't back there. Um, yeah. The at that previous, point, switch the game plan. <laughs> yeah. The, the previous like two or three, they had said maybe it was three total, including the last one, but Tyreek Hill wasn't back there. And then you're going to, kick it through the uprights, get a, you know what I mean? For the uh, touchback. And it's like, yeah. you have to squib it. You have to. Yeah. yeah. I just want to go back through those last. This game was insane, Brennan. Yeah, it was this bad. Game, I, there was a minute. This game was like sex. Gabriel Davis scores. And I was like, that's it. That's the game. They're going to stop him. Okay, Brennan, I'm going to put you. Where I was watching this game. Sex? So, huh? Sex. I'm gonna put you in sex. So I'm watching this game. That's and amazing. the Chiefs, not the Chiefs, the Bills get the ball, and it's like, I think it's like eight minutes left or whatever, but they're down 21 26. I'm on the phone with my woman. Um, I'm on the phone with my girl, and I say, All right, give me 10 minutes. This is at eight. 05 central time 805 make note of that i'm like give me 10 minutes the bills are on a drive and then after that we can watch euphoria 10 minutes pass the bills are you guys continuing their on the phone together brennan it's 2022 get it together that's i'm uh, just saying that's cute as shit <laughs> so gave the the it doesn't happen in 10 minutes Obviously, because nothing in football happens in 10 minutes. It's like 8.35, finally, the Gabriel Davis touchdown happens. I'm like, whoa. And then they get a two-point conversion. I'm like, whoa. I'm like, sorry, babe, but the game just got extended. 64 yard to Tyreek Hill. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I'm like, got to extend the time again. Babe. I'm like, there's only a minute, two seconds. They either got like a, a, a minimal chance or this game's over. This game's over. I'm leaning on, you know, like one of those, like uh, uh, those food tray thingies, like the yeah. wooden ones you get yeah. when you live in an apartment and have now. Like a TV tray, yeah. Yeah, like a TV tray thing. I'm leaning on that as I'm watching the game. The Gabriel Davis touchdown happens. I just like, I don't know what I did, but I broke it. I just, I had to toss it in the trash this morning. I was just so excited. I just like, I like leaned down and jumped up. I was like, oh my gosh, how did he throw? How did, how, what did the world, how does this guy have four touchdowns? It was, I, I, I was, I was elated at this point. So I'm like, all right, babe. There's only 13 seconds left. I think they're gonna squib it, and then we can watch Euphoria. Fucking Patrick Mahomes goes down the field, gets a field goal. I'm like, I was like, okay. Now, there's no way. I was like, the first team to get this wins this game. I don't see who's stopping this team, and I, that's everybody's complaint. But 
I would have liked for Buffalo to stop him, but yeah, they did it. And they then they leave Kelsey in the back wide naked open. Not wide open. He was covered, but the, the defender wasn't looking. And then just jubilation. Like I went from rooting for Buffalo to start that game. Cause I was like, look at Josh. Look at Jaheem right here. He running the ball, yeah, running over people, yards, giving yeah. it to motor, motor running people, new people getting the TD. I was like, look at that. And by the end of the game, I was rooting for the Chiefs. I was like, black quarterback, Tyreek redemption story, Travis Kelsey technically is in a, I work for him. So I was like, oh man. But um, yeah, it was a lot of emotion, a range of emotions, range of emotions. One of the greatest games that capped off one of the greatest weeks in football. Yeah, if, if you would have asked me last week how these playoffs were going to turn out, I would have been very disappointed up to that point. And then that after was the crazy this, thing. Super wild card week was a super bus. Yeah. And the divisionals delivered on everything. Oh, yeah. And we're going to get to the rest of those games right now. Brennan. I believe I had this. I had it too. <laughs> no, I know. I just, I've been <laughs> oh, yeah, I was like, oh you had it early, early, early. Yeah. Did you have this? Yes, I did. Let's pull back those tears, Brennan. Where did you have Tampa and where did you have the Rams? If I remember uh, correctly, you put Kansas City one, the Bucks two, and the Rams three, whereas I went Kansas City one. Rams too. So I believe I had that good, sir. I've been pulling for the Rams. All year. <laughs> Everyone knows that. <sighs> pulling up the tears now while we do that. Uh, Los Angeles Rams in Tampa Bay. Yes. Um, Did you think he was going to do it? Oh, wow. Yeah, you're seeing your you're seeing your tears now. Yeah. Best of the best. <laughs> I had Kansas City Bills and Bucks and then playoff runs i had rams browns ugh, titans and green bay man i was actually pretty good on these wow, you had rams four yeah i had the rams behind kansas city bills in the bucks well i mean it was tiered but yeah yeah but that's what it was it was the the nfc teams you had them behind the bucks yeah but um because like we said last week bills and bills and kc was the super bowl that's the game for the super bowl and i think we had that <laughs> God, um, in my let's go tier, the, the we're not going down. back through your tears. Hang on, Brennan. hang on. I just want to say this: one, two, three, four, five didn't even make the playoffs. <laughs> Chargers, Dolphins, God, Ravens, fuck, Falcons. I thought the Falcons were going to oh be so God. good. I don't this know year. why you thought the Falcons were going to be Washington good. football team. I thought that pass rush was going to carry them. You thought God. they were going to be the best team in the division. I did. I did. They didn't even make the playoffs. The Eagles made I the playoffs. Know, but anyways, I, anyway, I also anyway. had the Eagles like bottom thirty-two. So I had them bottom thirty-two. I had them like bottom twenty-five. I had no faith in them. I had him, yeah, two years away from being two years away. I had the Bengals two years away from being two years away. God, well, bad call by me. We'll get that to a second. We, we can't keep reminiscing about the past. We'll have no time at the end of this show. So the, let's get right to the end. Brennan, I was right about the Colts. Did, did you think the game was over after Stafford finally figured out how to quarterback sneak? <laughs> Because last thought, week he didn't know what the hell he was doing. <laughs> it was weird. Um, so I'm going to take you through my – I had a range of emotions on this. So when the, the Rams went up early and Brady was just getting the shit kicked out of him, oh I was God. like, 
this game's over. Like, I had this. I've been rooting for the Rams all year. I needed them to make the playoffs since the Chargers let me down. I needed them to do well, so I looked like I knew what I was talking about. This game is over. And just like that scene in D2, when they get up 8-0 on the Bears, um, and then they come back, it was... And I honestly, I went from like, oh, I don't even need to keep watching this game. This game is over to, oh, it my God, to me. <laughs> 27 to three. And then I was like, oh, my God, 27 to six. And I was like, there's no way it's the fourth quarter. There's no way they can come back. And then Tom Tampa fucking Tom terrific. Tampa Brady does it. And I honestly was like, and then there was fumbles. So many fumbles. So many fumbles. Four fumbles lost total. And I was like, what is ha- what is going on with the Rams? And then Jalen gets fucking toasted by Mike Evans, who's not known for his speed. And that's going to happen when you have an elite receiver. Like, eventually, he's going he's gonna to get one. Yeah. But still, I was like, what the shit is happening? And <laughs> I honestly, when they got the ball back. You thought he was going to do the thing. I thought he was going to do the thing. Same thing we were talking about earlier with Patrick Mahomes. I was like, oh, this this is over. They're going to take it to overtime, and then they're going to fucking win. Tampa's going to win this fucking game. Yeah. And it's over for Stafford because he'll never get the monkey off his back that he's, you know, he's always been below average and hyped up and over oversold and all this kind of stuff. I was like, none of this is going to change. It's going to be fucking business as usual, just like in the NBA. And that's the one thing that really grinds my gears. As Jim <laughs> Jeffrey says, when it comes to sports is when things happen, just how they're supposed to. Cause it's like, well, then why even play the game? But then, but then, okay, so stop you right there. let's stop you right there. Okay. Let me give you my emotions up to this point because it's very similar to you. <clears throat> so the game starts off three zip. I'm silent. Remind you, I have like five friends I'm in a group chat with that are all Bucks fans. I don't even have five friends. They're all Bucks fans. So <laughs> three zip, nothing. Silent. 10 zip. Kendall Blanton gets a touchdown. One of those said something. And I'm like, uh oh. And this is when I sent that tweet out where I'm actively rooting against my friends because they get a field goal and then Cooper Cup gets that bomb. And I'm like, ooh, this game may get out of hand very soon. And then it did. It was 27 3. And I, I was on the phone with my brother. I'm doing laundry. I'm doing dishes. Like, I'm not even paying attention to the game. I'm like, this game's gotten out of hand. He's like, because he was, like, cleaning up something. And he was like, I was like, yeah, this game's getting out of hand, man. This is a bloodbath. I don't know if I want to watch it anymore. I might just start playing video games. And then I go sit back down. And the first fumble happened. And I was like, oh, things just got interesting. And then for I think that was before or after Fournette score. No, 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 yeah, it was before the Fournette score. And then they got the ball back. And then the Evans pass, and I'm like, please don't do the thing. And then another fumble happens. I'm like, oh my God, they're gonna do the thing. And you can pick up your story from there. Yeah. So then <laughs> um interesting uh thing I want to bring up. Cooper Cup gets open for what was it, forty-seven yards down the field? Yes. In order to uh, the go-ahead game-winning field goal, uh, but yeah, well, he gets the first catch, and then he gets that catch. Yeah, and then that catch. Um, 
couple things I wanted to point out. Uh, I noticed this um, while I was watching the game because I was like, yeah, was, he was too open, like too open. And I don't know. Yes. I've heard I've heard Booger talk about this and a couple other people about like. Uh, I he, think it's true. Cooper Cup leads the NFL in every category when it, that's of importance when it comes to you receivers. But PTI still, today. You watch PTI. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, they talked about it too. Um, he leads the league in disrespect, folks. Yeah, you but it's also because he white. appears to be a coach's son. Yeah, he appears to have deceptive speed. He appears deceptive to be speed. That's a, that's a that's, that's a white my guy. That's, that's my favorite. That's, that's what they use for the white guys out there. Um, what's what's another deceptive word? speed? He looks to be a slot receiver. Jim Rat. He's definitely Jim, a Jim Rat. Oh, you know he's a workhorse. Yeah, <laughs> super intelligent. First very guy in, football first IQ. last guy out. I mean, very intelligent, super high oh, football IQ. His intellect of the game is it's beyond beyond pale. But the the one thing that's interesting is that route that he ran on that final play is a clear route. So that's mm. something for those of you listening who are uninitiated. A clear route is basically when you have crossers or drag routes underneath, and you basically run a route straight down the field to clear out space underneath. Like you're supposed to be covered. No, that's not even in the progression. It's no, not, he's not even supposed to get the ball basically. He's a decoy that yeah. literally it's not in the progression. I mean, it is, but it's like five or six. Like it's the last one in the, cause it's not ever open. It's not supposed to be open. It's supposed to clear space. Cause you're underneath. assuming you have a they safety up top. You're assuming he's covered over by top. He's going to cave on yeah. the, on the route. So it's hilarious because they were going for like a 45 or a 50 yard field goal. And they ended up getting a 30 yard field goal because he was open. And Bruce Arians said after the game, there was a miscommunication. Some people were blitzing and then others were not blitzing. Like there was a miscue on what the setup was. I mean, Bruce Arians is the kind of coach. He'd be the first to say no excuses, but still like you can't, you can't leave literally statistically the best wide receiver in the NFL that like that the, 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 it blows open. my, I cannot, <clears throat> I cannot stress this enough. It's a decoy route. It's not <laughs> even in the progression. It's not. Uh, the funny thing is people think that Cooper Cup is a decoy like, route. <laughs> people That's think the funny Cooper thing. Cup is like this small <laughs> receiver. Cooper Cup six, four, six, two. Oh, so, okay. I need to so. look up his 40 time. Do, 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 do. Stay it's, around, folks. I got, I got yeah, right. this off. No, but, but no, while, you're um, look, while you're looking at that, did you find it? No, no, no. I was going to say, but Cooper Cup has had like the star turn of the year, even though he's been good for like three years in a row. Like, yeah, he's, three, in, the top, he's in the top three rounds of a fantasy draft every year. Yeah, he's like a He's been a top guy like three, four years running, but for some reason, I had him like four years ago, like it, like in fantasy. Like he's a good. That was the year he got hurt a bunch, but still four six, which is slow by today's standards for a wide receiver. But what's his weight? Uh, coming in at two oh eight. Solid dude. I mean, he's a six two solid. Yeah. Oh yeah. But it's. The Rams pull it off because, like you said, the, between the lost fumbles, um, funny story is Jesus uh, Tom Christ, Brady. Cam got, Akers, get it together, buddy. Yeah, Tom Brady got the shit kicked out of him in this game, but Stafford got hit more than Tom did. Tom had they had uh, 
Tom had like 50 dropbacks, three sacks. Yeah, as a team, the Rams had three sacks, um, six QB hits, and 11 hurries. But Tampa Bay had eight QB hits in two sacks. So technically, they hit Stafford more, like put him on the ground more. But it was no, it just sounds more brittle. Yeah, that's true. And then uh, Von Miller with that strip sack. Yeah. You think the game's going to be over there? And then there's that weird snap that goes behind Stafford's back. And it's like, yeah. he's going to do the thing. <laughs> now, this like, was interesting. Collinsworth literally said it like going into the half. He was like, Tom Brady's going to go into the half and be like, guys, let me tell you a story about the time I was down 28 to three. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Well, this is this is what I found interesting. Everyone was talking about well, Tampa Bay they're going to be all right without um, Godwin and without uh, Brown because they're just going to run uh, three tight ends, two tight end sets, two tight ends and three tight end sets. OJ Howard had one reception. Cameron Bray had one reception. OJ Howard, who was a first round, I believe, first or second round tight end selection out of Alabama, had one. God, do we overhype that guy because of like one game? Yeah, and I mean he's he's a, measurables are all there, but he's just not. Yeah, he looks like he's a, not he what looks they thought like he was going to be. He's a he's a combine freak of nature, six six two sixty. Yeah, and he had that insane uh, national championship nineteenth pick. He had that insane national championship game, and they have done nothing with him. Yeah, he's behind Cameron Bray on the seventeen. He was taken in the first round, and he was a first round pick. In he's behind like a Brate top on the depth chart. <laughs> Brate, another workhorse. Another workhorse. Oh, come on, come on. Can't get him out of the film room. Cameron Brate. But, um, so, From so the Harvard, thing, not even drafted, drafted free agent at a Harvard so starts the, over you, an you Alabama first round player. You, you just remind me of something I wanted to bring up. Now, people. There's people who messed up. There's people who did not learn their lesson. I said on this program, I believe, yeah, I said on this program and other places that the Rams were going to win this game. You want to know why, Brennan? Last February, we watched a quarterback run for his life because his entire offensive line was not healthy. Tom Brady went into this game without three of his offensive linemen and then had to go face Aaron Donald and Von Miller. Von Miller. But he almost pulled it off, and by Floyd, the way. George Floyd. Or, <laughs> uh, Leonard um, Floyd. Um, Leonard Floyd. Sorry. And he Floyd almost slip. pulled um, this off, which is the insane yeah, he did. Another thing I wanted to bring up was I found it a little disturbing. Other than uh, Maripet, this offensive line had been together. I saw a stat last week uh, before the game. 90% of all of the offensive snaps taken this year, that offensive line minus the left guard had been together for 97% of them. That's so last that means maybe the, I'm saying last week they showed on the TV, they showed, uh, right. what is in it? that they game, like they a, lost like, like a clip. two of their linemen, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so you have the healthiest offensive line ever that this entire time. season the worst time <laughs> in a, and in a it, moment in a flash if not for two cam Akers fumbles and that weird cooper cup fumble they lose they they get blown out they get blown out yeah blowed out yep so God. crazy game do you think brady retires um 
kind of think he does. Because this is the first I year where turn on the cameras. This is the first year where like it was like the day before the game where you started hearing rumblings. And there's been no season ever where we've like gone into the final playoff game where you start hearing rumblings like maybe he retires, maybe. So if not this year, definitely next year, because that doubt. I, don't I think know he brings it, it back one more time because it's they not were a so doubt close. in his own gameplay, but there's doubt from somewhere creeping in. Maybe just his own mortality. Something's creeping in. So. Well, he's always said he never wants to go out. He never wants to be a bad quarterback. He wants to retire before he becomes a bad quarterback. He's quoted yeah. to saying that. But I think, uh, I think you can't get this close and not try to run it back one more time. They're going to be in cap hell. I was say that's year, the thing. Though, next next year, year they'll be in cap hell. Yeah, they're not going to be able to get any other pieces, but they should be able to maintain at least. I think they've got everybody signed through next year. I, I don't think anybody I don't except know, a David guys and had a one uh, year, Sue a signed dudes one year. Had one years. So I know Sue did one year. Okay. Um, I mean, we'll see. I know David and Sue both did. I believe they both did one year because they're Gronk older might be anyway, on a one year. I. Yeah, and that's the thing. Gronk's getting older. I mean, he already retired once, so I, I don't know. I think there's a big part of me that thinks you can't, as one of the most ultimate competitors, him and Jordan are like, and Kobe are like psychos when it comes to this kind of stuff. You can't get that close and be so close to coming back and winning that game and then just be like, nah, that was it. I mean, in my opinion. But what it's going to be like that every year. He's not going to win the Super Bowl every year, so it's either like yeah. – do you get that close or maybe do you risk coming back next year where the team's not as stacked? They can't retain some guys. And then all of a sudden you go seven and fucking 10. And I mean, yeah, he broke records this year and he had another great season, but this is why I felt like he should have retired after the Super Bowl. Like go out on top. There's no better feeling than going out on top. Cause now you're just going to be chasing that high forever and ever. And you may not reach it again. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they will. Cause if it's not, thing, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. You got it. No, I was just going to say, I it's this team's only going to get worse in the coming years just because of the cap yeah. situation. Just like the Rams. If the Rams don't win it this year, the Rams are fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the last thing I will they say, They don't have though, a first-round pick until 2032. They don't have a first-round pick until I have kids. Um, the last thing I was going to say was um, the thing that won them this game as well, the Rams, is Matthew Stafford's fuck it, Gene. Yeah. He's used He's to throwing, it. just chugging that bad boy up to a Megatron, a, a Megatron. Kenny Galladay, uh, so a Marvin Jones. He's used to just tossing that shit up. So he was like, oh, cup is open. And that was why they got rid of Goff. Goff would have been too hesitant, not looked at that part of the progression. He would have looked down, checked down for a longer field goal. And who knows? Maybe Matt Gay misses it. So they would have watched it in the film room and Goff would have been like, it's not in the progression. It's a, it's a, it's a <laughs> decoy. It's part. So now, now, Goff, is he a film junkie? No. Goff's a spoiled little brat. So rude. Uh, I don't like that. I don't like that. Was the there last were, there thing were that I games said right on Saturday too. <laughs> yeah, were there? Yeah, there were games on Saturday. Um, did no, you did you partake um, in some of the Aaron Rodgers hate? Did you end up rooting against Aaron Rodgers at some point in this game? 
No, to be honest with you, uh, everything that's happened, and I know everyone's going to be like, oh, you're probably a huge like Joe Rogan anti-vax guy. I'm not. <laughs> I've, I'm vaxxed. I've got both shots. Getting, I get, guess I'm going to get a booster. Had COVID hey. twice, and I'm still getting shots. What's up? Yeah, but, twice? Uh, I thought the second time you, it wasn't confirmed. It never got positive. I know, but I'm saying twice because it sounds better. Uh, <laughs> no, I've, I've only had a positive test. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, right? Come on, man. Uh, but... <laughs> I, to be honest with you, you know me, I like stories. Uh, I'm a huge, that's why I love storytelling on stage. That's why I love movies and TV and stuff. I just like, I like a good story. And I think while the Jimmy Garoppolo thing and like taking uh, the quarterback with the third overall pick in the draft, and it's not the guy taking Trey Lance, not Mac Jones, which everyone thought he was, uh, they were going to take in uh, San Francisco. Like, that's a cool thing. But I was like, imagine, imagine you say you want out. There's all this turmoil around the team. You're kind of a douche, but then you come back and solely because we saw what happened when Jordan Love played. You come back and almost on your own shoulders, will this team to win in Lambeau, in the snow? I was like, that's the story. That's the that would be cool as shit. And then they lost their own for Malifor is own four against San Francisco. In the playoffs. No, 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 Rogers is 0-4. Rogers is 0-4 against San Francisco yes. in the playoffs. They've lost at Lambeau the last three years, I believe it is. Um, yes. I don't know what you do. They're a fantastic regular season team. Uh, they talked about it. Mike and Tony talked about it today because those are like, you know, that's like the older version of us. Yeah. They talked about it earlier today that uh, Rogers is a Hall of Fame quarterback. He's going into the Hall of Fame. But First he's bout. just not. I don't understand how he can't produce. Like he had a it's bad the weirdest game. Thing. It's the weirdest thing. He had. Man, he had a terrible game. He had a terrible game. And I, I don't look. Maybe he was tanking. Maybe he was making a point about you know never having receivers or whatnot because he only tried to really throw the ball to two people and that was Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams. 22 of his 29 targets were to those two people. Again, That's 21 crazy. of his 29 targets were to two people. He didn't even look the way of other guys, basically. It was insane. So my th- so my my uh my arc of this game was Packers go up. I I said this uh to a group of people. I was like, look. I don't I no longer like Aaron Rodgers the guy, but I love Aaron Rodgers the football player because he is a wizard. He is one of the best. He does he should have for how great he is, he should have more playoff success and he should have a second Super Bowl. And I'd like to see a Super Bowl him against Pat Mahomes, two of who I think are the best skill level quarterbacks. And then the game just yeah. keeps going and it's 10 to 3, 10 to 3, 10 to 3, 10 to 3. And I'm like, bro, what the hell is happening? And San Francisco wins this game. And I don't know if you remember this, but there was a few weeks back where I mentioned to you, I was listening to the Mina Kime show and she said, and I think you, somebody you listened to had said it too, that the only flaw that the Packers have is their special teams. That's the one flaw. Yep. That was the only flaw she saw in their entire team. It was the special teams. They got a field goal blocked to go into the half. 
that probably ices the game in hindsight or we're in overtime if everything else plays out. And then there's a punt block. I don't know. Somebody has to look up the stat. How many times has a team had a field goal block and a punt block in the same game? Like the most the bizarre playoffs. thing ever in the playoffs. And then Rogers yeah. just like whiffs on his next two drives and he can't complete a pass to save his life. And he, he and then Debo Samuels does what Debo Samuels do. He goes get to first from first downs and seals the deal. That man runs angry. He runs angry. My me and my buddy had an argument, a quick argument. He said uh Debo is the best pure football player in the NFL right now. Do you agree with that statement? Uh no. Who would you put up there? I think Miles Garrett or Aaron Donald are the two best pure football players. See, I was thinking we were just talking offense because. Oh, okay. Yeah. I said. Yeah, I mean. I said who did Debo you say? is the best. You said pure. arguments. So I know you didn't agree. Well, I didn't not agree. I said, I said a healthy Derrick Henry as well. Yeah, that's why that's when you said offense, that's immediately who I thought. Yeah, of. I was like a healthy Derrick Henry, like, come on, he's like un untouchable, basically. His catchability but, is really underrated too. It's underrated. It's gotten better as he's gotten more time in the league. People yeah, just sleep I, uh, on. yeah, I because my my original thought is like what guy could you put at any position and feel comfortable? And I mean any position mm-hmm. and I think like Miles Garrett fits that mold like you could put Miles Garrett at tight end you could put him out yeah. at slot you could literally dude's a freak you could put yeah. him at offensive guard like you could put him anywhere on the field Debo um, you could put it in any skill position if you're comfortable offense or defense like you, yeah. you could line him up at free safety corner, you you kill somebody, I think but, he could play some he could play a small yeah. linebacker probably too yeah like an outside uh, rush yeah. linebacker yeah for sure but I th- yeah, Derrick Henry immediately. Derrick Henry played middle linebacker in high school. Derrick Henry is immediately who I thought of. Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry out of when you said offense, it's um, dude. When he had that first, oh, we'll get to it. I- <laughs> All right. Well, do you think Rogers come back? Comes back? Yeah, I think <laughs> he does because. I think so going into this season, I was super hyped uh, at last off season going into the season. It's cool. We've done the show for so long now because we can always I be know. like, yeah, on the show. I said <laughs> I, I was super hyped because I thought there was going to be a lot more movement with the yeah. quarterbacks. Yeah, we I was on this show screaming Russell from Wilson the rooftop saying uh, <laughs> Russell, Russell Wilson is. will not be a Seattle Seahawk at the start of this season. I said that. <laughs> I was like, Rogers will get traded before the trade deadline. This is all changing. Before we found out he was a horrible person, is going to be gone. Yeah, yeah. Because in the NFL, if you have uh, an elite quarterback, you don't get rid of him. Um, You try everything you can not to. Even if you have a decent quarterback, you try not to get rid of him. Kirk Cousins got franchised twice. Uh, Jesus Christ! So I think. I think they'll let bygones be bygones. And I think Aaron Rodgers will play next season in green Bay. And I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Cause I like the shakeup, but I think he's there. All right. The last thing I'll say on this game, and this is the funniest tweet I saw on this game. And it's not going to be one of these right wing puns or whatever, even though those were all great. And I had a good one too. Um, 
This is from Tom Passario. And he said the NFL's worst special team unit turned in one of the worst special team performances in NFL playoff history. And they only had 10 men on the field for the final field goal. Uh, I forgot about that. <laughs> I forgot about that. <sighs> what? God. Pick your perfect representation of the dysfunction in the third of the phase season. of the game. Yeah. You got it's three phases of the game. You got to play all of them, and you got to play them well. If you don't, gonna there's gonna be there's gonna be problems. Ask Buffalo. Ask Green Bay. Ask Tampa. Brennan, the last game. Yes. The last, last game. Money, one game. of my favorites, to be honest with you. One of my favorites too, because this this is the me versus you bowl. Is it? It's kind of the me versus you bowl. So we got Cincinnati versus Tennessee. And I won. I won. I won. I root for the underdog. I always root for. You know the funny thing? You were King Henry. You were the the, the subject to King Henry. You know the funny thing? We both picked Cincinnati to win this game. I know. <laughs> we both picked Cincinnati. But the reason I've called it the me versus you game is they put the ball in his hands and he turned it over not one, not two, but three times. The reason that team is yeah, any Ryan. good is because of the run game and a healthy Derek. Derek health Derek Henry went healthy. If you have to rely on Tannehill, he will lose you the game. And that has been one of our arguments continuously. When Derek came out in that first drive, I was like, this man was never hurt. Like he just wanted to take some time off. He looked like, I know I used to say it all the time, but, and I kind of stopped recently, uh, but he looked like a man possessed. He was well, you angry. He wasn't playing for a he while. He ran hard. <laughs> Yeah, he was. He looked like he had a, a grudge against everyone in a Bengals uniform. The way he was making contact, I saw him at one point, fifty-four. The uh, Bengals inside linebacker—I forget his name—but he made that huge play a couple of weeks ago. But at one point, Derrick Henry bounced outside and sees him take the angle and turns and runs right at him. <laughs> He had plenty of space, could have could have taken a hop. We call it a jump step, could have taken a jump step and kept running up the sideline. He's like, no, fuck this guy. Yeah. It was he was going to make it a point. It was as a, a yeah, as, as someone who played in the backfield in college, it was so much fun to watch because it was just like fucking he's going to kill everyone. <laughs> Oh, and so man. that was exciting, and I really enjoyed that. Um, I, I'm very happy the Bengals won. Everyone knows I love an underdog. Um, Cincinnati, we've talked about all season. Their up is really up. Their high is super high. Super. They are a very young team, so they are very roller coastery, very yes. up and down, very yes. bipolar this season. They have been all year, and they put it together. Joe Burrow, not the most talented arm, not the most athletic quarterback, but the dude's poise and guy the way those moxie, guys play for him. The guy's got moxie for days. Jesus for days Christ. And days. Those even the defensive players who normally don't even talk to the offensive players love him. Like he's 
He's doing something, man. And I know I said they should have taken Sewell. I know that's yeah, on the record. I know I was and, so angry about and, it. And yes. But him and Jamar yes, Chase. But I wasn't wrong. wrong. He was I'm going to say, we weren't times. wrong at the end of the day, Brendan. <laughs> we weren't wrong. Nine yeah. sacks. He got sacked nine for his life out there. times. <laughs> this guy could not stay upright. I was concerned for his well-being as another Joe in society and in life. I was hoping <laughs> my guy would stay upright and make it through this game and not die because of the amount of sacks he was getting hit with. Jesus Christ. I mean, I know we use the clip for quick hits. I think it's from the same Rocky movie, but it's like that he does that monologue where it's like, it's not how many times you get, it's not how many times you yeah. get hit. It's how many times you get hit and get back up. That just kept playing in my head every time he got hit. Man, it, it, it was insane. Chase, Chase made, made magic out of nothing. They were doubling him every time he had a big, like 50 something yard and he broke off. Um, Tannehill had one, one spectacular pass, the one he threw right into the breadbasket of AJ Brown for that moonwalking touchdown. Yeah. That was that, pretty that insane. was sick. When he that was turned insane. around, that was that was that a was good throw. Beautiful. Yeah. But then he also will throw a pick on his first play of the game and to end the game. And that one that he yeah, threw in the middle poetic. of the game was just so ill-advised. You saw Hinton jump out immediately and he continued to throw he should have tucked that ball and ran and he threw it hit and tipped it up and caught it himself like what are you doing man yeah logan wilson is the uh, middle linebacker that i was talking about number 55 not 54 but uh he was the one that derrick henry was like no fuck this guy but um <laughs> real big he had wilson is one of those uh, high iq guys if you know what i'm saying but um, hey <laughs> This this was uh, I'm so with, happy. Uh, so cousins with Cooper Cup. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm so happy for the Bengals. This is awesome. Uh, we're gonna talk. I know everyone's like, "Well, you're not talking about the games next week." We're gonna get to that a little yeah, later, but it's weird because statistically, Tannehill. If you take, I mean, I know you could say this for any game ever because it's always the turnover battle. But if you take away those three picks, he had a really good game. <laughs> It was just Dude, you're not giving so you had a really good game if you take away the three picks. If you take I mean, away all the murders the on picks, his if you take away the murder on his rap, he's a really good guy. <laughs> he's a nice guy. I'm just saying if you take away the pick, he would have been fifteen for twenty one for two hundred and twenty two yards and a touchdown. Statistically, that's good. Like that's an average of over ten yards Statistically, a pass. Statistically like, that's, that's not we want to hide our quarterback. Your quarterback yeah. started for less than twenty five passes in a playoff game. That's what I'm saying. Like we're hiding. That's what they did to Jimmy G. I think he threw it 19 times. We're trying to hide our quarterback. Can we yeah. win this game and not hand it to this guy? Man. Also, big shout out to. Um, I know we said Derrick Henry was running. I mean, I said it Donta in that first Foreman. drive, but Donta Foreman. Yeah. Oh yeah. Broke Say a couple his of big. name. My goodness. I remember man at, te at Texas, but. He had that big run late in the early, not late, but midway through the game, where I was just like, "Who, boy!" And and Tennessee, yeah, boy can Tennessee move. got too cute, boy man. Can scoot. Tennessee. Uh, last thing I'll say on this, That's, Tennessee yeah. got too cute. There was a play on third down where they did a, 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 a RPO with no pass in the option. Basically, it was either handed to Henry or Tannehill run, and Tannehill kept it. 
on third and one. So and then they went for it on fourth and one. Now we Joe, know we what you're doing. That, we just call that an option. <laughs> See, I was it's just called an option. I was thinking of calling it an option, but I also it, it wasn't what Kansas <laughs> City RPO did with no P. <laughs> It, it wasn't what Kansas City did when they brought in like the third backup tight end to actually run like a pitch a option. option. <laughs> so that's yeah. why I didn't want to so just call it an option. Beer, there's option. There's triple option. I know. Yeah. I played NCAA um, football. All right. Settle down. <laughs> Anyways. Hey, like remember the Titans. Split beer. Oh, it's like Novocaine. I run six plays. It, 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 it was just once you got the fourth down, everybody knew what you were doing at that point. Run it with Henry on third. Get cute on fourth because there you have a little misdirection. It was like, dude, you, you just overthought this. I feel I do feel kind of bad for Tennessee because everyone's like, oh, this is statistically the most overrated number one seed ever in the history of football. Like if you looked at all the metrics, it was literally the worst one seed ever. Mm -hmm. And I felt kind of bad because then they lose to Cincinnati team that's been so up and down. It's kind of like, ah, fucking hate when the numbers are right sometimes. Yeah, but um, I really I'll get to it in a second. But um, yeah, I, I think I think we'll move on. All right, conference championship we're, time, Brennan. We're it's creeping the up on an hour, and we're just in football. Jeez, yeah. Look, it was, was going to be like those old days. It episodes. was the best wide, It was the best football weekend ever. Yeah, it was good. All right. It was. That's including Super Bowls. We got four walk-off games. I, 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 I've been on cloud nine since, since Saturday night, and then yeah, Sunday night happened. <laughs> Um, so I was enthusiastic to talk about this, but Brandon, who do you got? San Francisco versus the Rams. The Rams. I don't. San Francisco. I think spent all their juice in Green Bay. I don't think they're going to have anything left. Debo's hurt. He's going to play. They're not going to keep him off the field, but he's not going to be a hundred percent. We still don't know what's going on with Jimmy Garoppolo's thumb. I think it would be poetic if and he makes shoulder. it to the Super Bowl and is like, "Fuck you, Trey Lance." Yeah, but. uh I, I think the Rams have this. I mean, Aaron Donald, Von Miller, and Leonard Floyd are going to get to him a couple times, and he's not going to want to keep playing. Yeah. He's, gonna be, he's yeah. already hurt, Jimmy. Yeah, shoulder and thumb. Um, yeah, same. I have the Rams. Uh, San Francisco is literally actively trying to hide their quarterback on the final drive. They did all in their power to get to the ball to anybody's hands except Jimmy Garoppolo. So I don't think he's really the guy. Um I will say, though, very funny that Rodgers has lost to uh, San Francisco four times in the playoffs or four times in general or whatever. And he said they're going to regret the day they didn't pick me. Don't think they regret that. Yeah, that Anyways, is funny. Uh, also, do you think there's anything to this Shanahan uh, McVeigh thing? That's what I wanted to talk about. So the Rams are 0-2 Shanahan against the 49ers in the regular had season. Shanahan has had McVeigh's number, and and that was the other thing I was thinking of too. Uh, thanks for reminding me. Shanahan has a weird Belichickian Saban thing where he destroys his guys. Because you got Lafleur yeah. in Green Bay, and you got McVeigh here, and he's five and three against McVeigh, and that's with five straight, and then four and zero oh against Lafleur. Or however many against. LaFleur, I just want to so. throw this. 
I want to throw this out there. Statistically speaking, in one season, a team will not beat another team three times. It's that's almost statistically I, impossible. That's another reason why I think the Rams will win. I think the Rams are the better team. The Rams are the more complete team. This is team Giants than- Dallas a couple years ago when they went on their Super Bowl run all over again. Where Rams Dallas have- was playing the Giants. I think it was like wild card or something like that. And mm-hmm. everyone's like, oh, Dallas is going to wipe the floor with them. They beat them twice. And then the Giants ended up winning. That's when yeah. I first heard yeah. that stat that it's like... You have literally less than a 10% chance to beat a team three times in the one season. That's a great point. But yeah, I, I think the Rams do pull it off. But if if it's Shanahan, for some reason, I I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. He's yeah, just... We can say that. We can he, say that. He, he, he just had something about him. Like, he shouldn't have won that game last week. He shouldn't have won the first game. Shouldn't well, no, actually, they should have no. won the first shouldn't game. Shouldn't have been they in the playoffs. Shouldn't have been in the playoffs. But, I mean, eh. One more run. All right, Brennan. Does the gravy train stop here? Yeah, this is, I mean, I hate to say because I don't like being repetitive, but... I mean, Kansas City has to take this. I let me let me put it this way: I think Cincinnati can win this game if they pressure Mahomes and do uh, what Tampa did in the Super Bowl last year. If they can put Mahomes on his ass a couple of times, get that like uh, did that you see legs Mahomes yesterday? Going. Yeah, right. <laughs> did you see the legs Mahomes? I don't think that anybody's taking him down right now. He has a good toe, and he's not stopping no time soon. <laughs> Yeah, he was injured last year. I forget, I always forget that. Um, injured and uh, yeah, no I, offensive I think, lineman to speak of. Yeah, I don't want to say Kansas City is going to destroy them. I don't want to say Cincinnati doesn't have a chance because the NFL, you always have a chance. But I think Kansas City is going to be, I mean, they're a seven-point favorite now. I think that line's going to move up to like eight, eight and a half by game time. I think Cincinnati wins this game. I just hope it's close and I want to see something. I want to see something fun. I think Kansas City wins this, um, and I need Kansas City to win this. Hear me out. Hear me out. Now, Joe Burrow has all the moxie in the world, and I love him. I love him for it. Cigar Joe, one of my favorites. But if if Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow go, go from – National championship one year, basically a medical redshirt year for the both of them because Chase didn't play that final year in college and Burrow gets hurt and basically just sits out. And then the next time they're together and play a full season, they get to the Super Bowl in their first year. Joe Burrow becomes I didn't the even most think about that. That's arrogant cool. person in the world and it's no longer lovable. He can't get everything at once. You have the same way we talk about in the NBA, the same way in the NFL. Kansas City four years ago didn't make it when Mahomes first took over. You have to suffer before you can get the Holy Grail. So they yeah, have it's like to with lose. The Golden State. Remember when I remember when Curry first came to Golden State and he had all those ankle issues and everyone's like, all we, the ankle that's issues. Why he signed that shit extension because they, they were like, yeah, we don't even know if he's going to be good. By the Clippers or the Nuggets or whomever, like there has to be a modicum of. I mean, 
LeBron lost to the Spurs, lost to uh, lost to the Mavericks. Jordan would lose to Boston, lose to uh, Detroit. You have to have a that little could destroy bit of that team suffering. from the inside if they do that. If they have too if they much to success the early on, just think like, yeah, yeah, that could destroy them from the inside. Like, needs- and they might not even know it. Exactly. So Kansas City for the greater good. For the greater good of Cincinnati in the future. For the good of the game. <laughs> for the good of Cincinnati. This I look, I'm saying this rooting for Joe Burrow, but they have to lose now to win later. Kansas City, yeah. do what you will. All right, Brennan, I think that's the end of the show. Oh, we got some NBA to talk about. Brennan. Uh, yeah, we can skip everything else, but I want to talk NBA. The Phoenix Suns are on a run again. Seven straight, yes, nine sir. out of their last ten. They are three and a half game above Golden State. Golden State still dealing with some injuries with Draymond and Clay uh, didn't play the other game a couple of nights ago for leg soreness, soreness in his knee. Um <laughs> I'm going to ask you this question again, man. Are the Suns the best team in the West? No, Golden State is the best team in the West, even though they're not technically on paper right now the best team in the West. But the Suns have um, been consistent throughout. They haven't even registered a 10th loss. I know, that's crazy. I'm looking at their record now. It's insane. I think, um, I mean, I, it goes back and forth. I, if you gave me a seven-game series, I would take the Golden State Warriors over the Phoenix Suns, um, and we might get that in the Western Conference Finals. I think Phoenix is on fire right now. I mean, obviously, look at their record. But I think the Golden State Warriors are built for the long haul, and I don't think the Phoenix Suns are going to win the West. That's what I'm saying. I've been saying that. I'm taking Golden State. I'm riding that horse. <laughs> I can't believe you're saying they're not built for the long haul. They have the best point differential right now. Uh, Chris Paul has been playing. You're just saying that because you're friends with Chris Paul now. I mean, like I said, the Suns are going to win the Super Bowl. The champion. (laughs) The Super Bowl. Next topic. Philly is waking up. (laughs) How do you feel about Philly? Finally. 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 Coming out of the doldrums. This is weird because they might they might turn this season around and not get rid of Ben Simmons. He might just Which is be insane. an asset on the bench. And they're going to turn this around without one of the best defensive players of his generation. They're just and one of the best rebounders of gonna, his generation. And one of the best passers of his generation. Yeah, yeah. Mediocre scorer Other than of his, his generation. Not mediocre, but low mediocre. He's a horrific <laughs> scorer, but... Other than I mean, fantastic, his so offensive inefficiency. A fantastic layupper. A horrible, horrible score. Yeah. <laughs> Other than his incredible deficiencies um, on the offensive side of the ball when it comes to shot selection and shot making, Ben Simmons is shot a good taking. overall NBA player. Other than that, yeah. And they're going to go... They literally they're gonna they're gonna turn it around with him on the bench. No assets for him, no nothing. And B's getting double doubles like crazy. They've won Embiid one, had fifty two, in like twenty minutes or something the other day. Four. They've won like four out of their last six. It looks like they're they're on pace. Seven out of the last and then before 10. that they went on a 
Yeah, they went on a huge winning streak before that. So it's like Embiid is going to will this team to win whether they want to or not. And Seth Curry can shoot. Not Steph. <laughs> little bro, Seth, can shoot the lights out. Yeah, Seth, sadly, if my fantasy team knows it, he just got hurt. He's going to miss a couple games here. But uh, they're only two and a half out of, uh, out of the top seed of the East. Miami currently with 30 and 17 are sitting at the top. The funny thing about the Sixers, though, and this is the same thing happened last year. They're not good at home. This year, they're 10 and 10 at home. And last year, they were... I'm wrong. Last year, they were 29 and 7 at home. I forgot they were number one seed. But... It's weird that they're not good at home. 17 and 9 on the road. That's insane. That's so who was the team Brooklyn I was Nets thinking had the same problem. Who Brooklyn Nets are 12 of? and 11 and 17 and 6 on the road. There was a team that was mediocre on the road or at home last year. What was I thinking of? I dropped the ball there. Anyways, Brennan. The Nets. It was the Nets last year too. It was the Nets at home? No, Nets were 28 and 8 at home. Yeah. No, I'm talking about last year. Somebody was mediocre at home. I'm saying, are you talking about this year or last year? Last year. Last year was the Brooklyn Nets. They're 28 and 8 at home last year, I'm saying. Oh, you're talking about last year. Okay. Yeah. Well, then I'm wrong. <laughs> I thought you were saying they were 28 and 8. Oh, no. You know what? You know what? I am talking about this year. Yes, you are right. The Nets are an anomaly at home. Like, they're barely 500 at home and they're good on the road. You're right. I'm not thinking of last year. I'm thinking of basically the start of this new season. Uh, Yeah, because I'm looking at the stats from last year and every team that was in the playoffs. I'm like, what? Did I create this out of thin air? What's going on here? Uh, Yes, no, I'm thinking about the Nets. This year, oddly. The closest was Portland at 20 and 16. Yeah, that's not who I was thinking of. Oh, no. Memphis was 18 and 18 at home, but they were 20 and 16 on the road. But, Brennan, is Chicago in danger of falling clear out of the top seed? They got injury to Alex Caruso because Grayson Allen out of Providence High School in Jacksonville, Florida, is a thug. Um... And he's also a gym rat and son of a coach and all that good jazz. Um, yeah, but so is Alex Caruso. It, I mean, Alex Caruso, deceptive speed and deceptive White on white violence in the NBA. Did you ever think I you'd mean, hear you that hate, sentence? You hate to see it. You hate to see. Um, what was oh, the I, last love, time? I think it's horrifically. I think it's hilariously ironic. No, that was. Who did Kurt Heinrich throw into this? Think. No, no, no. Rondo threw Kurt Heinrich into the thing. Yeah. Um, and and also Lonzo Ball is dealing with a, a injury right now. I was now. just about He's to bring up Lonzo. Yeah. So do you think with them losing two of their better players for what looks like a considerable amount of time, they're going to lose a lot of steam here? And how far yeah, I think will they fall? Most of their steam. Um, I think they're going to stay out of the playoff or playoff the play-in game. I think they'll stay clear of that. I think they'll stay in the top uh, six, but they're going to be in some trouble. They don't have a team. They have a team, a roster, excuse me, that's built for 
the roster. What I mean by that is like they need all their parts working together in unison to perform because no one on that team by themselves is an out and out superstar, super duper star. They've got really good players. They do have some talented stars on that team, but they all have to work in cohesion with each other in order to be great. It's not like a LeBron James or a Kobe Bryant situation or Kevin Durant where one player can come in and swing the tide of that team. They have high level players, but they all have to be working in unison. No A plus plus guys. They have a lot of like B. B minus B plus guys. So they all have to work together. Um, so I think they're in a lot of trouble, especially the Lonzo thing. As much shit as I talked about him before uh, the draft and, you know, that whole process, he's playing well. Um, and the Caruso thing, God, he, they, the Lakers look idiotic for giving him up. My but gosh. Imagine the Lakers could have not traded for Russell Westbrook, who is a whole thing. And they could have actually Cancer? had DeMar DeRozan. that team? Is that what you wanted to say? They could have actually had DeMar DeRozan, who also wanted to come back home and play, and kept Alex Caruso. I know. It's crazy. But, yeah, I think Chicago's in trouble. I think, I think they will weather the storm. As I said, I don't think they're going to drop out of... I think they're going to avoid the play-in game. I think they'll stay in the top seven, but they're going to be in some trouble. Top six. Top six. That's what I meant. They're not going to fall to seven. Yeah. All righty. Well, that was some great analysis by you, buddy. Let's see what you can give me on your Thanks, hockey buddy. team. No, oh, I thought we were skipping all this. I would say this is going to be the last thing. We, we can't do anything else after this, but we can't miss. I, I can't miss yeah. it two weeks in a row. Ice cats, baby. I know, right? We're... <laughs> Your Ice Cats. So your Ice Cats right now lead the division, but we're talking about the Tampa Bay Lightning tied for second in the conference. Um, let's see where we're at. We are tied for third just behind you in the Colorado Avalanche. God, when did the Avalanche get so good in the entire well, NHL? They start playing all their games. A um, couple of things. So we've won five out of the last six. Not worried about what's going on in the um the hockey world as far as Tampa Bay. Steven Stamkos, of course, leading in goals, which is so weird because he is been on that team forever. Dude's 31 years old, still playing like a fucking bat out of hell, 14 seasons in. Love to see it. Love to see it. Um, I'm really excited uh, going forward because, like I said, we are now 28-10 and 10 and 5, first in the Atlantic Division, won five out of the last six. So I'm just kind of excited to see uh, where they go for the rest of the season. Andre Plot still out and uh, Palat and uh, Jean Ruta defenseman. I don't know who that is, though. <laughs> um, yeah, my ice cats sitting at 61 cats? points. Sitting at 61 points, uh, seven of the last 10, one overtime loss, two regular uh, regulation losses. Um, the team looks... So good. Huber dude looks like he's going to win the MVP. I thought it was going to be Barky, but Huber dude is having Huber dude. <laughs> Huber dude uh, is having a season unlike any other. He has 42 assists right now. Barky actually leads in goal, which is usually not his specialty. Um, and Ekblatt has 37 points out of defensive position. And Brennan, if you remember anything from me talking about last season, Ekblatt getting hurt. 
towards the end of the season was probably the biggest reason we lost to you guys that. in the postseason. How many times can I say season in a sentence? Jesus Christ. Um, so Ekblad being back and quarterback in that team from the back. I've said it a couple times. I will continue to say it because he is great back there. Um, the only thing, the only thing that gives me pause is uh, Bobrovsky is going through a bit of a low in his play right now, he's letting up too much goals uh, in the back end. And Spencer Knight is not being as spectacular as he was when he first came onto the scene earlier this year. They're not playing poorly, but between the two of them, they're giving up on average 2.8 goals a game. Um, and that puts a lot on the offense to score. We can score, but there's going to be games where we don't score, especially when they give up two goals in 13 seconds to the Kraken, which is not good. So lost that one 5-3, but we're in a good place. It's it's pretty great to be a, to be a Panthers fan right now. And we'll bring you the press yeah. conference in its entirety. Well, this was a first. We skipped the quick hits. We skipped the walk off. We skipped everything. Brennan, we're plug over an hour. I know. It's playoff saying, football, baby. It's crazy. Well, good playoff football. There were six yeah, right. games last um, week, and we didn't go that long. <laughs> Brennan T Comedy on all social media. Uh, follow me. Give it a follow. Uh, I also do stand up in New York City and the surrounding areas. I will uh, got some dates going up on the website soon. Uh, check out my other podcast. Brennan Tassif is your ex drinking buddy. It's a lot of fun. I have uh, different artists on from comedians to actors to musicians. Joe's been on a couple times. Um, podcasts. There's all sorts of people on. And we talk about like how they got to where they are. And they normally I as a good host have them sprinkle in a few of their craziest Worst, best drinking, drug, party, getting in trouble kind of stories. It's a lot of fun. Brennan Tassif is your ex-drinking buddy. Creator of the goddamn Comedy Jam, Josh Adam Myers will be on in a couple weeks. I also have Anderson Cowan, the triumphant, the third of the after disaster coming on. So a lot of people on there that you might recognize. It's a lot of fun. All right. You can check me out on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Dorville. You can check out this show's Twitter and Instagram at Caring Press. Don't forget to head over to Anulo.com to check out the merch page and all the other shows on there. .co. Great job. Great catch. Um, And don't forget, you can check out Brennan's merch on his website, BrennanTComedy.com. And you also check out my personal merch at JoeDorville.com. Uh, you can check out the merch. You can check out my music. My that merch was in a picture with Chris Paul, baby. <laughs> it was. Um, I, you can check out uh, my music under the moniker headphone Joe No Oh No E and the phone uh, TV and TV season two. Brennan, I'm going to do the shout out this week. Get us out of here. And that's why we play the game. Hello. Hello. Huge shout out. Okay. <laughs> Akoya Lee, who had 61 points for Kansas State yesterday. Most by you shout out Gabriel Davis. Most by a female player in the NCAA. 61. Fourth round pick coming through with the playoff record. 61, Brennan. He went to UCF, right? I know, I saw that. That was insane. Yep. I'm keeping all that in. Golden Knight. 
You have been listening to the Anulo Podcast Network. We have four tremendous podcasts on our current roster. If you like the hit Broadway musical Hamilton, then you also might enjoy hearing the Ham Boys rank every song from the Hamilton soundtrack on Who Does a Podcast with hosts Headphone Joe and Kyle Loader. Get your sports talk radio fix with Cheers from the Press Box featuring Headphone Joe Dorville and stand-up comedian Brennan Tassif. Curious about how the brain works? Get your neuroscience knowledge with some laughs at Misbehavior Journal Club. This fortnightly science-slash-comedy podcast is where two lady researchers bring you the latest studies on behavior. It stars Amiel Moreno and Leah, a.k.a. Leah, or vice versa, Krevit. Finally, we have a new low. The podcast has started it all. This show features Farzad, Headphone Joe, Kyle Loader, L. Greg, and Scott by Scott. They discuss anything and everything depending on their moods or their level of sobriety at the time. Thank you for supporting the Anulo Network, and feel free to share your favorite episodes with friends and family. Thanks again, and goodbye.